This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 730, An Age-by-Age Guide to Helping Kids Manage Emotions, by Sonia Polini with Gottman.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final show of the week. I am Greg Audino, and this is where you can learn how to create quality relationships in your life. But there's a whole lot of stuff we teach you how to do in the old podcast network, Whether it's learning how to better your health on Optimal Health Daily, learning how to better your finances on Optimal Finance Daily, or even learning how to make the best of your personal struggles on my other show, Optimal Living Advice, we've got you covered. So be sure to check out all that we have to offer you. But on ORD today, we are going to be talking about something tremendously important for children and for ourselves, which is how to manage our emotions. I'm very excited for this one. So let's take a look at Sonia's post and start optimizing your life. An Age-by-Age Guide to Helping Kids Manage Emotions by Sonia Polini with Gottman.com We are all born with emotions, but not all those emotions are pre-wired into our brains. Kids are born with emotional reactions such as crying, frustration, hunger, and pain. But they learn about other emotions as they grow older. There is no general consensus about the emotions that are inbuilt versus those learned from emotional, social, and cultural contexts. It is widely accepted, however, that the eight primary inbuilt emotions are anger, sadness, fear, joy, interest, surprise, disgust, and shame. These are reflected in different variations. For instance, resentment and violence often stem from anger, and anxiety is often associated with fear. Secondary emotions are always linked to these eight primary emotions and reflect our emotional reaction to specific feelings. These emotions are learned from our experiences. For example, a child who has been punished because of a meltdown might feel anxious the next time she gets angry. A child who has been ridiculed for expressing fear might feel shame the next time he gets scared. In other words, how we react to our kids' emotions has an impact on the development of their emotional intelligence. Emotional invalidation prevents kids from learning how to manage their emotions. When we teach kids to identify their emotions, we give them a framework that helps explain how they feel, which makes it easier for them to deal with those emotions in a socially appropriate way. The emotions children experience vary depending on age. Infants Infants are essentially guided by emotions pre-wired into their brains. For instance, cries are usually an attempt to avoid unpleasant stimuli or to move towards pleasant stimuli, food, touch, hugs. Evidence suggests that in the first six months, 
Infants are capable of experiencing and responding to distress by adopting self-soothing behavior such as sucking. Other studies have found that toddlers develop self-regulation skills in infancy and are able to approach or avoid situations depending on their emotional impact. How you can help A recent study suggests that listening to recordings of play songs can maintain 6- to 9-month-old infants in a relatively contented or neutral state considerably longer than recordings of infant-directed or adult-directed speech. The study explains that multimodal singing is more effective than maternal speech for calming highly aroused 10-month-old infants. It also suggests that play songs, the wheels on the bus for instance, are more effective than lullabies at reducing stress. Toddlers By the time they turn one, infants gain an awareness that parents can help them regulate their emotions. As they grow out of the infancy stage, Toddlers begin to understand that certain emotions are associated with certain situations. A number of studies suggest that fear is the most difficult emotion for toddlers. At this age, parents can begin using age-appropriate approaches to talk to kids about emotions and encourage them to name those emotions. By the time they turn two, kids are able to adopt strategies to deal with difficult emotions. For instance, they are able to distance themselves from things that upset them. How you can help Situation selection, modification, and distraction are the best strategies to help kids deal with anger and fear at this age, according to one study. In other words, helping toddlers avoid distressing situations or distracting them from those situations is one of the most effective emotion regulation strategies. As they grow older, toddlers can be taught to handle those situations by themselves. Indeed, they are capable of understanding different emotions and of learning different self-regulation methods that can help them deal with difficult situations. Providing toddlers with an appropriate framework can help them learn how to manage those emotions by themselves. Naming emotions also helps toddlers learn that emotions are normal. Everyday opportunities provide occasions to talk to kids about emotions. He sure looks angry. Why do you think he looks so sad? Toddlers also learn about managing their emotions by watching us. Childhood. Kids experience many emotions during the childhood years. Many secondary emotions come into play at this age as a child's emotions are either validated or invalidated, influencing future emotional reactions. Children are able to understand and differentiate appropriate from inappropriate emotional expressions, but they still find it hard to express their emotions, especially if they haven't learned to identify and name them. How you can help. Emotional regulation is not just about expressing emotions in a socially appropriate manner. It is a three-phase process that involves teaching children to identify emotions, helping them identify what triggers those emotions, and teaching them to manage those emotions by themselves. When we teach kids that their emotions are valid, we help them view what they feel as normal and manageable. Modeling appropriate behavior is also important during the childhood years. The best way to teach your child to react to anger appropriately is to show her how. Evidence suggests that kids pick up our emotions and that those exposed to many negative emotions are more likely to struggle. Ultimately, helping kids manage their emotions begins by validating those emotions and providing an environment in which they feel safe to express them. As several studies have shown, kids who feel safe are more likely to develop and use appropriate emotion regulation skills to deal with difficult feelings. You just listened to the post titled, An Age-by-Age Guide to Helping Kids Manage Emotions, by Sonia Polini 
with Gottman.com. Really, really great read from Sonia today. Uh, As we experience children more, we often feel we get a bit better at understanding where they're at developmentally and talking to them accordingly. But that is different than understanding what we can do to help them and actually aid their development. I think that a read like this is particularly essential for all parents, not only for the sake of raising emotionally healthy children, but also for the sake of seeking out where our parents might have gone wrong and what better roads we can take when given the option of otherwise projecting our own shortcomings onto kids based on how we were raised. It's complex stuff, but this read was structured really simply and really efficiently. So thank you to Sonia. Thanks a million. That was a great read. And with that, we are going to wrap up today's episode, my friends. Thank you so much for being here all week. Have a great summer weekend, and I will look forward to seeing you right back here on Monday, where your optimal life awaits.